Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, before we hop into this week's episode, I want to share with you something really special. If you are looking for more fun and freedom in your business and love to travel, I invite you to come to France with me. I shared on a previous episode that I took a two-month sabbatical last summer and traveled through Europe, which was truly life and business changing. I had been feeling the urge to slow down to speed up for some time, and it turned out to be the perfect remedy. When I returned home and realized how much it had affected me in such a good way, I knew I had to bring the experience to more women business owners. Now, I know not everybody's in a place to take a two-month sabbatical. So this April, we're going to take a three-day retreat, and it's called Fun and Freedom in France, because I believe that you can create a freedom lifestyle without the hustle. We're inviting 20 women to join us in this epic retreat to create your best year ever and return home a more relaxed, better, and motivated person, business owner, spouse, mom, whatever titles you hold. As of the time of this recording, there are just a few spot lefts. So if you're ready for some fun and freedom, if you're feeling a big yes in your body, check out all the details and sign up via the link in the show notes. There's also a six pay option so you can say yes now and pay over time. I can't wait to go on this adventure with you. You are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress. Sophia Bush. Self-love has been a hot topic for quite a few years now. And for Valentine's Day, it's always encouraged to practice self-love, especially if you're single. When I was single, though, that fact always annoyed me as couples spewed their love across the internet and in person. But now that I've been married a while, I look back and honestly, I wish I would have participated more. Although this is positioned almost as a constellation prize, instead of participating in the traditional customs of Valentine's Day, it's actually an important practice. In fact, self-love is essential for people in relationships too, of course. And guess what? It's also important for, you guessed it, brands. So this month on the Legacy Lounge, we're talking all about how to be true to ourselves in our brand specifically, but also in life. Self-love, of course, is all about knowing yourself and loving whatever it is that makes you uniquely you. 
And that's often a long process for people. It takes some doing when it comes to brands as well. But discovering and celebrating the things that make you different is what creates mystery and magnetism that cannot be matched otherwise. Because nobody else can be you. And the same goes for brands. Oftentimes, as solopreneurs and small business owners, we are our brands, but sometimes there can be called quantum entanglement, and you can really lose sight of what's you, what's the brand, what's the difference. So when a brand expresses its genuine self and embraces its uniqueness, quirks, and elements of difference, it becomes much easier to stand out from the rest of your industry or category maybe even effortless after the introspective phase, of course, which is what I love to help people travel through. Now, it should be noted that whatever weirdness or unique trait that you bring should already exist within, of course. I don't mean you need a quality that's not there just to stand out. I guarantee you that will fall flat because your audience will smell it a million miles away. People truly are more intuitive than we often give them credit for. So you want your brand to, of course, attract its truest community, right? People who identify with what you're actually all about deep down. So I'm going to give you an example here, and it's a unique example because I don't often talk about my male clients because my main focus is on females. But There are some really amazing men that I respect that I do work with. So I have this past client, Philippe, and he really aligns with the values we hold dear at your legacy brand. So he's from Croatia and he actually has a really sexy accent. But the funniest thing was when I met him, he was simply going by Phil. And he was showing up online as this super outgoing, fun-loving dude. And honestly, he was sort of coming off as a bro marketer a little bit. But once I truly got to know him, I realized that the fun-loving part of him was genuine, but the super outgoing part, not so much. He was as smart as could be, truly amazing at his craft, which is marketing, but he was actually really introverted and pretty quiet. When I asked him about it, he shared that he felt like he had to show up as outgoing to attract clients from the U.S. He was simply modeling what he saw online, but he was also super burnt out from showing up as someone he was not. It was like trying to lie or doing tricks for people. He wasn't doing it on purpose. He truly thought he was simply doing what he had to do to get clients. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because I believe that so many people online show up doing silly dance reels, using language that they typically never would, not super intentionally or to fake it or to lie, but because they subconsciously believe that they have to. So the beautiful thing about working with Phil was that I was able to show him that actually his sexy accent and his actual name, Philippe, was actually an asset when working to attract Americans. I mean, what woman can ignore a sexy accent, am I right? So long story short, 
we rebranded and Philippe could finally show up as his genuine self, a somewhat shy marketing genius who is amazing at what he did. And you see, it's just the same with individuals. When you know who you are and you own it, you will attract the best kind of friends, people who resonate with you and really understand you. So the secret to attracting a loyal following is having that strong grasp on your brand's innate personality and conveying it well. Audiences are drawn to brands that they click with, but it only works if the attracting elements of the brand's character are deeply genuine. Sincerity is what's key. So what does it take to find yourself as a brand? That's the question I get all the time. And I always say you can't see the label from inside the bottle because you're so close to yourself. You live with yourself every day. So to actually determine what belongs in your brand and what does not can be super confusing. Now, the trick here isn't to be authentic. If you listen to my last episode, I actually told you, you don't always want to be authentic because nobody wants to hear every single bit of your piece. And if you're sort of private like me, I don't want to share every little tidbit about my entire life. Like some things are meant to stay quiet and private and that's okay. I think so often we're told to just kind of wear our hearts on our sleeves and share everything and be vulnerable. And that's a hundred percent true. You need to be vulnerable, but not everything needs to be shared because when everything's shared, oftentimes that can actually turn people off. I'm just being super transparent and honest here, people. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't share everything if you truly feel like you want to, but just hear me out. So self-reflection can go a long way, but It's hard to recognize things about yourself that an outsider sees immediately. So the principle appears to be doubly true for businesses. That's why it helps to have outside help, whether from a trusted friend or a research-driven branding strategist like myself. For our clients, we perform a deep dive into what's already present in your business, what traits clearly exist no matter who you think you ought to be. We engage in creative questioning, sessions that are meant to bring out the truth, talk about your values and emotions that have taken root in your brand already. We do market research, competitive analysis, and so much more, which are then all combined to truly position you as a thought leader, yet also weaving in your genuine self. So although I used Philippe as an example, this is prevalent in all my female clients as well, because most likely you're like me running a household, perhaps raising kids, along with starting to maybe care for aging parents, being a good friend, community member, and trying to build your empire. All of this love you give is wonderful for the people in your life. But when was the last time you gave yourself a little love? Us ladies are conditioned from birth to put others first. And when we are running a business, we pour most of our love into that too. It's so dang easy to forget about ourselves in the process. We tend to underestimate the power that self-love has over our ability to strive and succeed and to attract the right people into our lives and businesses. 
Now I share this from experience. I spent the first year of my business beating myself up because I couldn't fit into what I believed were measures for success. When I visualized success, it was a corporate version, a woman with straight hair, beautiful and put together in a clean cut and tailored suit, tasteful makeup, and an easy command of the room. She didn't stumble over her words. She didn't show up to work with frizzy hair, and she certainly didn't give away any of her insecurities. Honestly, I was pretty disappointed in myself often because I couldn't fit into this self-imposed mold. Finally, I realized that I was treating my own business like my corporate career, which I left for a reason. So rather than trying to be perfect and assigning myself to a box that I thought the rest of the world wanted me to be in, I started simply working on loving myself for who I was and slowly began gaining confidence. Finally, defining my own brand became a whole lot easier. And I actually started to like myself better too, because I wasn't constantly trying to put on a mask or trying to be somebody else. Not to say that I don't have days of self-doubt still. I think we all do, but it's way better now that I have this clarity for myself. And it always reinvigorates me every time I help a client gain their noonfound confidence and clarity as well. So All of this being said, I truly believe curating self-love is actually the first stage of the branding process, because if you don't develop your brand from that place, it's never going to feel good or in alignment. A key component of doing branding right is doing self-assessment and digging deep to ask yourself, who am I really? Because There is nothing more magnetic than a woman who knows her worth, who knows who she is, one who doesn't follow the crowd because she's building her own. She knows she's brilliant and she knows what her limitations are and she loves herself anyway. All of this is what makes it easier for you to attract your perfect clients because they wanna buy from you, not an imitation of somebody else. This is why personal branding is truly a deep discovery process that helps you know yourself better than ever before and love yourself for the unique qualities that only you possess. When you're clear and confident about yourself, you'll attract more clients, more members who are following you because they are clear and confident about who you are. Personal branding is not only an act of self-love, but it's also a necessary step to impact more lives and create the positive change that you were put on this planet to make. And your self-love is the key to your success and the success of your business. So if you're ready to take the ultimate plunge of self-love in your business this Valentine's Day, investing in your personal brand is a gift you can give yourself that will always keep on giving. And I'd love to be your guide. We start my signature done with you program, Legacy Brand Foundations, this week. And unless we've already sold out since this episode is pre-recorded, there may be a spot left just for you. This is my program where I've taken almost 200 women from just starting on their business all the way to multiple six-figure business owners through a deep discovery process that allows them to truly uncover their essence. I then personally craft 
their entire brand strategy and messaging, which leads to ultimate clarity and confidence. If this sounds like something you're ready to take action on to ensure 2023 is your best year ever, hop on over to the link in my bio to sign up or to book a quick call with me personally and we can chat through. And don't just take my word for it. You can also see and hear testimonials from women who've been through the program and how impactful it's been, not only for their brand and business, but how it's changed their entire lives. Now, again, this is not a course. This is a done with you program where I hold your hand along the way. This is why so many people get confused about their brands by trying to take branding courses, because again, you can't see the label from inside the bottle. So to wrap up today, I want to encourage you as we are surrounded by a week of love-filled messages that can be often driven by consumerism to think about the practices you can create and maintain to help treat yourself the way you would treat a dear friend. So this is for everybody listening. I want you to think about how you connect comfort and care for yourself. What are you already doing that supports you in being compassionate with yourself? And what else could you add to your routines to support yourself? On Valentine's Day and every day, we can all make the choice to love ourselves and it will radiate out to others and create a ripple effect that will help others shine brighter too. Much love, my friend. I'm sending you so much love because you are worthy and amazing. I'll see you here next time in the Legacy Lounge. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?